welcome to the Good Fail podcast, a guide from creatives on not giving up. I'm Marl, illustrator and founder of card and stationery company Marl Made Tales. And I'm Abra, writer, actor and hand letterer. We're bringing you a different perspective on what it looks like to succeed in the creative business and life in general as we navigate our own lives as creators and the struggle to keep going in the face of apparent failure. Every episode, we'll be delving deeper into our darkest fears surrounding failure and learning that we can not only survive failure, but succeed at it as well. So come join us doing the good fail. Hi everyone, this is our first time recording for the Good Fail podcast. We're really excited, but also really a bit trepidatious. Yeah, this could go really badly wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's probably a good time to tell you that we have made the decision that in the spirit of our good fail, um, we are going to try and do this in one take and embrace the moments that go hideously (laughs) wrong. (laughs) Which, can I just say, we have already deleted one recording. We should probably be honest. (laughs) I don't know how well this is going to go. We're tremendous perfectionists. So it just, it's quite painful to put something out there that I don't feel is perfect. But we are trying to get our heads around kind of, I guess, embracing, yeah, embracing failure a bit more. And so we feel like we should give that a go with our podcast as well. Exactly. So bear with us, guys. Yeah, there may be some spontaneously awkward moments. we're gonna try we're gonna try really hard to embrace those moments um hopefully you can give us a hand by embracing them as well yeah like in the past even if I said something the wrong way if I was like laughing funny I would Mm. would, we would listen back and be like uh no we're cutting we need to edit that out edit that out let's just redo that bit anyway like, probably before, I would probably say, we've been rambling on about this a bit too long. <laughs> Let's <laughs> try that again. <laughs> what I was thinking in my head right now. So, we're not going to try and cut that out. We're going to just carry on. Um, and let's, let's move on to our first question. Um, we want to intro our podcast, tell you a little bit more about what we're doing and why we're doing it. So, we're going to start off with... What is this podcast all about? Super simple question to get this ball rolling. Yeah. And I guess the answer is it's kind of about failure. Yeah. I mean, it does say, it does do what it says on the tin, basically. Yeah. But maybe breaking it down a bit further. Yeah. We want to really start questioning our ultra defined understanding of success. Yes. Um, I guess. Well, I have a very, I, I think this is probably true of a lot of people, I have a very, <laughs> Sorry. You, probably you probably can't hear this, but one of our cats has come into the house. And being really chatty. <laughs> and they're being really chatty. You probably can't hear it from where you are, <laughs> um, but <laughs> from where we are, it's very loud and yeah, kind of off-putting. <laughs> it is a bit off-putting. Anyway, yeah, I was saying, so I have, and I have a feeling that this is maybe true of uh, a lot of people and it's possibly um, to do with our modern culture. I don't know. 
Um, that's one of the things I guess we'll be looking at. Yeah. Um, such a defined view of what success is and or what success looks like for me so that I feel like if I don't meet meet that standard that I've set myself, I'm just failing. Yeah. Automatically. Like, yes. <clears throat> there's no kind of uh, variation. Yes. Like, no tonal um, things going on there. It's just if it's not uh, meeting this ultra-defined, laid-out vision of what I think I should be doing to be succeeding, then just, like, automatically fail. Yes. Like, yes. not even worth continuing yes. kind of thing. Yes. So we want to start questioning that because... We want to start questioning that. And and that that feeling that there's just this one ideal of uh, what success is, like, one-size-fits-all kind yes. of mentality. Yes. Because there may be... Where, maybe that some people have a completely different idea of what what success means for them. Um, there are societal pressures yeah. that you feel like you should be doing certain things and meeting certain milestones. And if you're not, then it feels like you are failing. Yeah. And so you want to question that. And um, hopefully in doing that, then start re defining our perspective on failure yes our own perspective yes so it's quite a personal journey for us as well for sure um and why are we doing that yeah i guess that's another good question (laughs) because Um, it feels awful to fail yeah i mean basically everything we just said it just makes life very difficult to think that way (laughs) it does and when actually i feel like i spend so much of my time failing um or failing to live up to that really defined image of success that I have, then you basically go around most of your life feeling pretty awful about yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, we spend most of our time failing, I think. More time than we than we do succeeding, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, a, I guess, an important question for us. Yeah. And hopefully you're listening because you feel it's the same for you. Yeah. Maybe this podcast will just be a massive fail too. <laughs> But we're going to do it in a good fail kind of way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, I guess the next question is, do you think we can change our perspective on failure? Is that even possible? I mean, that's what we're trying to do, and do you think that's possible? And, or, is it just a case of getting better at succeeding? Because we've just said that you spend, or we, you as in the kind of the bigger you, Mm. um, spend a lot of time failing and to not fail do you just need to get better at succeeding or do we need to change our perspective on failure I think we can change our perspective on failure yeah and I think it's hard to but we really need to or I really need to learn to think about failure not as a kind of result, but just as a process. Yeah. I think you're right. I think, I mean, even just considering doing this podcast has made me think about how I view failure. Mm. And it definitely has, although I possibly haven't been putting any of my thoughts into action, <laughs> it definitely, I definitely can see that there, there, is a, there is a point and there is a way to change your perspective on failure. Um, and it isn't a case of, 
it isn't a case to answer the question of mm. getting better at mm. succeeding. Or certainly not for your own sanity. Yeah. Because that suggests, continues to suggest that um, success is one thing which is something that you're working towards. Yeah. Um, and then if you don't, if you don't ever reach that, then you've, you failed and there's nothing else to it. And yeah. <clears throat> there's no hope of hope for you. <laughs> yeah. So we need to start thinking of success and failure is not just black and white. Yeah, not just one or the other. And I think that starts with helping us feel better about failure. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you thinking that? Well, I was just thinking about uh, our, this I, the idea that failure is just a process that you go through and it it isn't a result and so i was kind of thinking well if you you're always in this process of failing mm. is there a point where you can actually say like oh yeah i just i just failed yeah or it's like can you ever say that again basically um if if you're in this process is there ever a point where you can just say oh yeah one big fat failure nothing to do about that yes or is it going to constantly be like at this at this moment, I feel like I'm failing, but I just need to carry on and then it might all get better or you'll change what you're doing or something. And Is there a moment where there's just a... You mean where you go, you go so far <clears throat> into thinking of failure differently that you just you feel just, like you've never failed? Yeah. I guess... I can't imagine there ever being a point where you could ever go, I'm just not failing, ever. I think I would have to be in that real kind of, like, yogi. You would have to be so there. Zen. Yeah. Like, almost... To never think... Like, transcendent position yeah. where I would never feel like I completely failed. Ever. And that it I could just, just like... constant evolution. Yeah, yeah, and I could just constantly just bounce back from things being like oh well let's carry on (laughs) I think realistically I think we can say you're always going to fail and the key maybe is just to think of failure is not to see as we've already said not to see failure as black and white Mm. And so it can make you feel better about failure, but I don't think you can ever... I don't think you can ever get to the point unless you really... Mm. Really are kind of magical. Almost, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're reaching... You know, you're going to transcend. Yeah. To just be a holy spirit. Um, I think you probably can't ever not just say, fa- I failed. But you can maybe feel better find a way of feeling better about the failure yeah I know that I'm never gonna it's gonna be hard for me to get to a point where I never think that I fail yes I'll probably continue I'll probably continue most days feeling like oh I failed but it's just about feeling better about that and not feeling like oh well that means my world's over (laughs) yes I think that's it is finding a way to not feel like failure is the end of everything yeah you can feel better about failing and 
then you can just feel better about life. Yeah. In this podcast, we want to kind of build a toolkit, I guess, of like strategies and experiences that can help us keep going when we do feel in that moment that we failed and we feel totally awful. Yeah. That we can turn that around quite quickly. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to like wallow wallow in it for months on end feeling absolutely terrible. You can quickly just be like, no, this is just a moment and I've got these strategies in place and these experiences to draw on where I can actually feel better about this and find another way of looking at it and carrying on. Yes. There's no... There's, I don't think there's any magical plaster that will suddenly make you feel better. But there are ways that you can help yourself, I guess. Yeah. So, why are we qualified to talk about <laughs> 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 Yeah, good question. Um, I think we're not qualified so much as curious yes i definitely feel like this podcast is self-exploration yeah that we help we're kind of going we're exploring and we're kind of going come with us guys yeah let us do this together yeah let's look in this direction yeah um we have no answers we have all the questions like you do yes basically and we want to explore those issues and not just have those questions and then kind of brush them aside have those questions and then talk about them yeah and feel like we may be getting somewhere to finding a way of dealing with them yeah and i mean let's be honest we've both feel at least even if it's not in reality but we both feel like we've gone through a lot of failures in our lives thus yeah far. so we have a lot of experience to draw from <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> um and we're also we're not at the point ourselves of definite success yeah we're doing we're definitely doing this podcast from a, a point of failure yeah and I, I think particularly over this last year we've really felt like we've set stones in motion that we hoped were rolling <laughs> downhill and gathering momentum yeah and actually they've like ground <laughs> no. to a halt yeah. somewhere we're still, we're still rolling up the hill yeah basically. um <laughs> What would you consider your biggest failure? Um, right. Yes, okay, yes. Let's talk about... We should talk about our yeah. failures, like where we're coming from at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've mentioned that it seems particularly in the last year we felt really, like, bad about ourselves. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, yes. My biggest failure. Well, I guess the one I'm living at the moment... <laughs> definitely is ah, it's really it's actually quite hard to talk about it still yeah me, it's, it's quite, really raw it's really quite relevant at the moment still um i think <laughs> so <hard to> say. <laughs> <laughs> i can't say it out loud <laughs> Um, I, th- I, I feel like I say it out loud more often than you do. You do, and I always give you a really dirty look <laughs> afterwards. Like, <laughs> and I'm just like, what? It's true. <laughs> and I'm just like, don't, don't say that. Don't say it. <laughs> um, it is really hard for me to talk about. Um, but at the beginning, I think it was 
<clears throat> towards the beginning of the year, I don't remember quite when, um, I checked my bank balance and I had <laughs> no money in there. I think, uh, I can't remember, it was maybe that my bank contacted me going, you've gone over your overdraft, mm-hmm. <laughs> which isn't, like, I don't have a massive overdraft, so it wasn't, like, a massive deal, and I just moved some money over from my savings, um, but that was also another thing was that I didn't have much savings because I did a very big um, Christmas fair um, in the end of the year before. Should we just preface this by saying that you own your own illustration business? Oh, right. Making stationery. Yes. That has your <laughs> exactly illustrations on it. Yeah. Called I'm, Mermaid Tales. I'm running my own business called Mermaid Tales. And in... I can't remember, the end of October, I think, beginning of November last year, I did a week-long, very big Christmas fair in London, which um, I had, I'd spent out a lot of money from my savings to pay for the products that I got made up for the fair, Um, and it was a massive failure, but actually, I didn't really see it as a massive failure at the time. Right. Because you, you I really felt like came out I'd, of it quite positive. I came out of it really yeah. positive. I met some really lovely people um, who I would love to like talk to you on this show at some point yeah. about kind of about running businesses yeah. and things, being creative. Because um, I met some really wonderful, just inspiring creative people. Um, and I just felt really good about the whole thing. And I came away with feeling like I'd actually learnt a lot from the things that hadn't gone so well. But come, I don't know, maybe February or March? I think it was February or March, because you were so positive in January. January. Unbelievably positive. I was just on it. I was so rearing to go. I felt, I had, I mean, you always feel a bit more positive in January, like I've got a new start. But I managed to sustain this feeling Mm. for the entirety of January I just felt so good and then yeah it must have been February or maybe the beginning of March I looked at my bank balance like I say or I got a message from my bank saying you're in your overdraft and I realized I had no money and I had I moved money over from my savings but I had hardly anything left in my Mm. savings from spending out on this fair um and that just filled me with like I just think a lot of shame that definitely that I was not that my basically my business on paper was failing yeah and that made me feel like I was failing I still feel like I'm failing because I'm still struggling Mm. to for my money uh, for my money for my business to make money um and I'm still I I really I still am really I feel like I'm like in the pit the belly pit of failure like I've been swallowed by failure and I'm now just sitting in the belly like Jonah in the whale or Pinocchio yeah scene where he's in the whale with his father waiting to be reborn (laughs) (laughs) and is the light gonna start coming through yeah I'm only getting that reference from Pinocchio from the Disney (laughs) cartoon I don't know if that's actually in the story (laughs) (laughs) let's go with the Disney version let's go with the Disney version Pinocchio's in the whale I don't actually remember that bit do you not remember that scene (laughs) his father how did they end up in there I don't remember 
how they end up in the whale. But there's that bit where they they make a raft and they get... Don't you remember that? No. I actually, talking about it to you now, I really don't remember the, any of the circumstances of how they end up in the whale or why they're trying to get... I mean, obviously, why they're... They, it's obvious why they want to <laughs> yeah. get out, but I just I don't really remember. <laughs> in a whale, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't remember <laughs> the scenario at all. So long since I've seen it. Okay, well, that's a bit, maybe a bit of a tangent. <laughs> it's a tangent. But it's but a feeling. The, the it's a imagery is, is very apt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel feel that for you. Yes. And so that's that's where, that's the place that I'm coming from right now is definitely, failure is very real for me yeah. right now. And that's, I guess, the impetus to make this podcast in a way. Yeah, is, definitely. Yeah. I feel like I need to, I definitely need a new perspective on how I can look at my situation and... Yeah, start to move forward. Yeah, find, not just think about it differently, but actually find the uh, spark for something new in this moment. Because failure just makes you feel very impotent and like you can't do anything. Yeah. It kind of stifles your creativity. Yeah. There there have definitely been days since, since that fateful... Yeah. February or March day, <laughs> where I just kind of, I've been been on the house my, in in the house of my own, and I just can't get out of the motivation. Yeah, thing. I've just binge watched something on, like a box set on iPlayer or something. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good feeling at the time because it just completely numbs you your feelings. You, yeah, you just like take on other people's troubles yeah. and they're not your own, and you can just forget about them yeah. as soon as you finish watching yeah. it. But um. Obviously, I didn't want to continue. No. Continue that. That's quite a destructive part yes. in the end. Um, so that's where I am. And I think we mentioned... I at one. I remember writing at some point in one of our little um, kind of bite-sized pieces of info for, um, for this podcast saying about how maybe failure can be transformative. And I feel mm. like that's what... Yeah, right. And I feel I don't need right now. Yeah, you need that moment of yeah. transforming from being in the whale to the whale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being a whale. Yeah. I am the whale. I am the whale. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that's, I've rambled on for quite a while. What about you? <laughs> What's my biggest failure? Yeah. I think mine is kind of like yours. I feel like I'm not on a career path right and I feel like that is a big failure for me yeah I'm still getting by on a job that I started off as a Saturday job when I'm still <laughs> at school maybe we shouldn't mention how long you've been doing that job <laughs> although I mean in a way like that that would be a point of pride like 50 years ago or something Right, so I do kind of feel a sense of, there is a sense of shame that I have been at this job for so long because I don't know anyone else nowadays who sticks at a job really more than like two to five years. No, I mean, I've had conversations with people who go, oh, I've been doing this job for so long and I ask them how long they've been doing it and they say, oh, I've been there for about two years. Yeah, there's just no sense of um, finding 
something and sticking with it till till the end or yeah. till you retire it's just like moving on all the time I think it's a maybe it's um it's just a signifier of of our times yeah that everything moves so fast and you've always yeah. got to be moving on and moving somewhere else and going somewhere and so there I do feel deeply <laughs> maybe deeply ashamed is too drastic a word but yeah. that I'm still there is 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 something which I don't feel any pride in <laughs> yeah um but regardless of that it is something it's not a career job it's like it's just like in a farm shop it's just for me I want to be getting money from my creativity and I want that to be my career and so the fact that I'm not that isn't my career at the moment is yeah. something which I feel yeah. like I failed yeah. at um Plus, I feel like also I haven't really reached any of the the massive milestones, which I feel like we should have done by this age. So, right, Marla and I, well, we just turned 31. 31 Let's be honest. A couple of days ago. <laughs> a couple of days ago from... Um, and I still live at home with my mum. I'm not married I don't have my own house um I'm obviously not on any kind of career path um I'm not not thinking about having babies yeah exactly and that definitely feels like a failure as well not hitting any of those major milestones not that I particularly feel like a lot of those milestones I particularly want. Yeah, this is the thing. To reach. This is the thing. I feel like... I feel like an absolute, like, deep down necessity to reach those milestones. And then, actually, when I think about them, I question whether I truly want those things yeah. or if I just feel a need to have them because that is what everybody does. Or not what everybody does. Actually, a lot of people don't do that. And I think a lot of other people also feel like they're failing in those areas. Um, But actually, does everybody... Does everybody need to have those things? No, (laughs) they don't. Like, that's the answer. Like, there is, like... How many billions of people in Western society, trillions of people are living in the Western society? And we expect everybody to live one exact same lifestyle well i mean it's like we said this a lot earlier on in our ramblings for this this podcast um this episode we said that success and failure um there's that one size fits all exactly um, and actually thing for success and actually there isn't a one size fits all everybody (laughs) is completely different Mm -hmm. But I recognise in myself that I still feel those needs, even though I know theoretically all this that I've just said to you. Yes. <laughs> I still actually feel an, this drive to um, be in a relationship and get married and move out and have my own house and have a baby. Yes. And also have a really successful career. <laughs> yeah. Have it all. Have it all. Yeah. Have my cake and eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if failure and success are linked, then I guess we should also ask each other what our biggest successes have been. Oh, God. 
this is oh, even no. more painful. <laughs> no, don't ask me. Um, well, I guess ironically, I don't know, is this irony? Um, I guess I think it's success. For me, it does feel like launching my own business. Definitely. I feel that's a, such um, a massive step. A lot of people don't have the courage to do that. Yes. Well, at the same time, be my biggest fave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I feel like I can I can embrace that duality. But anyway, yes. Launching my own business has definitely been... Actually came out of... It did come out of a certain sense of failure, was what I guess prompted me to to launch my own business in the first place. You really took a leap to get <clears throat> to get that started. Like you realized that you could fail, but you didn't let that stop you from going for it. Yeah, I guess it was. Yes, it was quite a risk, and as with all things where yeah the potential to fail is also the greatest rewards in the way um yeah <laughs> i don't have much more to say what about you <laughs> moving on quickly you can tell what i'm more comfortable talking about it's like yes i love my own business very proud me on <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, <laughs> no, don't compliment me. No, don't say anything. <laughs> what do you mean I had courage to start my own business? Shut up! What about you? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Um, well, mine, I guess my biggest, that's my biggest failure, my biggest success to date, or one of them, has been um, getting onto my MA course yes. without any qualifications. That was pretty amazing. I feel pretty good about myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> but also you should say about the lead up to the, the MA because that was, I mean, you probably felt like you were really living through failure at that point. It de- Definitely, exactly that. So I've always had a dream of being an actor and... I'm going to start right at the beginning. Um, I'll, I'll try and not make this into an hour-long story. <laughs> um, I really wanted to... I, really, I decided I wanted to, to try and get into drama school when I was, like, 19. And I... Obvious, not obviously, but I didn't get in. And then I applied the next year and I didn't get in. I think I applied maybe three or four years in a row I can't remember now and um each time obviously I didn't get in and I let let that really knock my confidence Mm -hmm. a lot with what I was doing and I felt like I should give this up this isn't for me obviously I'm not very good um and kind of let that just yeah let that dream go a bit and just got on with working and um I got really got into writing and I felt like maybe that was my path and um I've got to a point where I was like maybe um maybe I should try finding a writing course which I really like 
and like a uni course <clears throat> yeah. yeah well I, to begin with I didn't really know just some kind of writing course but then when I started looking it up I found all these um great sounding writing courses for like BA level mm-hmm. and then I even started finding courses which were drama and creative writing uh, at yeah. university and I'd always poo-pooed going to university to study drama because um, at college when I was doing performing arts it was all about getting into like the big drama schools mm-hmm. and that was the again again with that feeling of that was the only way you could really succeed was yeah. to be going to drama school yeah. um so then I started looking into these combined courses and I applied to university and I thought this is my time I'm going to mm-hmm. university because like how much of a moron do you have to be not to get into university these days like especially on an acting course like really like what do you have to show yes and you're paying them at the end of the day so surely they'll just be like we want your money yeah and I've got all this experience like backlog of experience because I wasn't by that stage I was like 25 26 I can't remember now um so I was had I did have a lot of experience writing and acting um and so I thought this is my, this is my moment to get yeah. in and really um, propel, propel myself forward. Yeah. And I didn't get into uh, any of the places that I applied for. Mm-hmm. Shocker. I know. And I was completely devastated because I just did not see that coming at all. Mm-hmm. And it was all to do with the fact that I didn't have um, qualifications because Mal and I decided not to take our GCSEs and A-levels. Right. That's which probably is a, another story, a story for another time. Um, so I... But it was really stupid because they wanted your math... Was it your maths GCSEs? Maths and English GCSEs. For a drama course. I, I know. Well, drama and creative drama writing. And creative yeah. Writing. But, but still, maths. maths. Yeah. I know. And a GCSE as well. I know. It like, means nothing <laughs> anyway. Um... Compared with the backlog of experience, yeah, that you had. It, yeah, yeah, exactly, and it just seemed totally stupid, and I was totally devastated. Um, so then I'd kind of given up on the dream when I got a phone call from a friend saying that uh, his master's course in creative writing was going to be shut down because there weren't enough people on it, um, but he managed to persuade the tutor to let me send some of my work off to him and he would have a look at it Mm -hmm. and so I ended up getting on getting onto a course by sending off examples of my writing Mm -hmm. and that's how I got on the tutor saw it and liked my work and um didn't care that you didn't have yeah exactly (laughs) and was prepared to offer me a place and I got on that way so ended up bypassing the BA altogether yeah and going straight to my master's Mm-hmm. And I still feel like sometimes applying for a BA and saying, <laughs> is my master's qualification good enough for you? <laughs> you should just... Uh, I really wish you could write to those unis. They, the thing is, they wouldn't remember you now. No, years, yeah. Which they kind of go, huh. So that is definitely my biggest success. Yes, and I think you should be right. I do that. feel proud about that. I think um, success... With educate, we've both had success with education. Like we've always done really well. Yes, I don't feel like it's because I'm very clever. It's just because I 
I'm too, too conscientious yeah. not to put the, the hours in. Yeah. Uh, too much for perfectionist. Yes, that's it. Um, but we do we do do well in an academic environment. Yeah, pretty well. Even though I actually I I hate the education system. Yes, really. Just hate putting it. it out there. Yeah, that's again the another institution story. of education yeah. sucks. Yeah, and on another note, another thing I think we've succeeded at is traveling. I really feel like feel proud of our traveling. Yes, that yeah that does feel good. Although we haven't done anything recently. No, but we did track through the Himalayas twice and that's not like us no that was completely out of our comfort <laughs> yeah. zone um so I do feel like we really achieved something yeah. doing that yeah um and I feel like we should start wrapping this up I do too because I didn't realize we were gonna carry on for so long <laughs> I thought we'd probably get through this in like 15 minutes I just thought at some point I looked at the timer and I was like, we've only been doing this for 10 minutes and I feel like we're nearly halfway through what we've got prepared. Let's um, bring this to a conclusion. Yes. Um, I think the main thing is that I feel this gives you a good idea about what we're about. Hopefully, yes. And what this podcast is going to be like. Yes. Um, we want basically every episode to be unpacking an issue around failure. Yes, so we're going to break it down a bit. Yeah, um, it's not going to be us rambling about failure and success in the same way every time. Yes, we're looking at it. It's going to be different issues and challenging those issues surrounding them and yes. how we can work through them. Yes, um, exactly. And I guess also good to say now. Um, we're not going to have this section for the first this first episode, but what we do want to include at the end of each episode is a regular recommendation section at the end of um, great books, TV shows, podcasts, anything, anything really yeah. that we've come across which we've found helpful in some way or that we feel are doing the good fail or help us do the good fail. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's probably yeah, just a good thing just to let you know that that's that's going to be be in here and some point in the future we hopefully will be able to get guests on yes as i mentioned before there are some great people that we know who we'd love to chat have with. on this show yeah unfortunately at the moment we only have one microphone right <laughs> yes this is so place. this is a good moment to mention now that we are on patreon yes the good fail is on patreon it's as in it's called the good fail it is called the good fail if you type it in you'll find it and it is about this podcast it is also just about us as creatives yeah and how we are failing slash succeeding at being, being creators creative. yeah um so if you love the show from the first episode <laughs> which we hope you do yeah congratulations <laughs> you are an amazing person yeah. um and you feel like you would like to support us and come on this journey with us mm -hmm. in exploring failure and success then go onto our patreon page and become a patron yes and we're hopefully hoping that this can help us raise funds for another microphone this is it exactly our first target on patreon is to be earning enough money to buy ourselves another microphone yeah. so we can interview some amazing people for yeah. you because otherwise we'll be crammed around 
one might have been. Yeah, it's already pretty hard with two. Yeah. <laughs> two inches from each yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> I love your nose. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, hopefully this gives you a really good idea about the format of our podcast and whether you feel like listening to more. Um, our next episode is going to be about digging deeper into how we define failure and success. Yeah. So come along for the ride and join us in our second episode. Yeah, can't wait. See you then. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to the Good Fail podcast, then you can find us on these other platforms. Abra is on Instagram at Pretty Messy Official. And you can find Merle on Instagram, Facebook and Pinterest at Merle Made Tales. And online at www.merlemadetales.com. Together, we can be found on Facebook at The Good Fail. And we're also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash The Good Fail. If The Good Fail speaks to your soul and you feel like you just get it, then why not consider joining our community over on Patreon, where you can get to know us more as creators and help us make more of these podcasts. Plus, find great extra content and possibly even get to listen to each new episode of The Good Fail a whole 48 hours before anyone else. Join us again on The Good Fail and thanks for listening.